So if you're a mother or something like that, I know a lot of mothers listen to the Daily Motor podcast, mm-hmm. and you do things like go and pick up your children and sit in the children pickup line for a while. Yeah, shut your car off. Yeah. Because you, you see those signs at schools that say no idling. You would think that's for the environment, but no, the school actually really cares about the health of your catalytic converters. We're very grayscale today. Yeah, we are. I see you're rocking a new hat. Like new for recently. I know you've had it for a little while. Yes. Are we recording? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I got this hat on Rodeo Drive in Beverly Hills at the Porsche store. Wow. And uh, in, t- in 2019, so I've had it for a little while. It just got buried in my closet, and I totally forgot about it. So, What, what were you doing out in Rodeo Drive in 2019? Uh, my uncles live in San Diego, and we stayed with them for Christmas. And this is before I worked with you guys, obviously. Mm-hmm. So I um, went on Turo and I rented a 2014 BMW 435i. Um, so exhilarating car, I'm sure. I w- it was fun. I mean, it's it's a N N55, so right. turbo inline six ZF 8HP eight speed, same transmission that's in that Supra, mm-hmm. and it, it was fun. I mean, I I um, had like a I had like unlimited mileage, so I just drove it around for like five days straight and just beat the shit out of it and like had fun. Cool. And um, drove on some good canyon roads, and one of the trips is was I went out to L.A. and uh, drove drove from L.A. drove to L.A. from San Diego and went down Rodeo or Beverly Hills and got this hat. Is this the uncle that now has a Mach E? Yes. Will he be trading that Mach E in for the Porsche Macan Electric? I'm sure he will. Cool. Yeah, because he uh, he actually really wanted to get a Cayenne. But then he figured, oh, I live in California, I should probably get an EV. And he yeah. didn't want to spend the money for a Taycan. Plus, he likes having an SUV because he has a eight-year-old. So Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But uh, his husband, my Uncle Peter, has a uh, 987 Cayman S. Per your recommendation? Oh, no, no. It was the other way around. You drove he, his, He right? got it. So his is an 08, and he bought it in 09. Yeah. yeah. So he he's had it since it was pretty much new. He That's bought cool. it like CPO'd. Welcome to episode 47 of the Daily Motor Podcast, coming up to the big 5-0. Interesting article that I came across this morning. The Chevrolet Bolt, oh. once 2023 begins, will cost effectively, after the tax credit, less than $20,000 start. Wow. And that's... So you're going to have three of them. <laughs> I gotta admit, it's all the tempting. shades of beige. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a shame they don't make a beige bolt. Did they not? No, I don't think so. Even in the EUV, there's no like gold I color. I don't think so. Well, that's surprising. Yeah, that's gold is more. What well, are the old ladies gonna do? They're gonna just have to get gray or silver. Well, they have They'll to get silver. They have to hold out for the Equinox EV. Oh, okay. <laughs> They're not trendy enough. To is there no LeSabre EV? There, there's no old <laughs> Buick doesn't make cars anymore, so they, they, they need to bring back the LeSabre in the form of an EV. Yeah. You know, I would be instant deposit for that car. <laughs> Only if it had a bench seat. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh, <laughs> making me all. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll I'll calm it down a little bit. So yeah, we can yeah, yeah. We're we're starting off too hot. Sweating. Here. Hot yeah. And well, yeah. you've also got the heat set to eighty-five degrees, so that but could have something that to do with it. This heater doesn't make the same type of heat that that heater does. Because yeah. step over there, it's no. 80. I I know how it is. Yeah, yeah. Those yeah. That one's always set to eighty more than this one. Yeah, and it I think it's because you run yours a lot more, and it's already tired. That's <laughs> that's really a shame. Speaking of, but anyway, back to the bolt. Yeah. 
I do think that would probably be a pretty awesome option as like a second car. Yeah. Like if Alyssa wanted her own vehicle yeah. to just have that. Then the question is, do you do we get the Bolt or the Bolt EUV? EV or the EUV? You wouldn't need the EUV if it's a second car. You've got the Maverick for bigger tasks. Right, exactly. But if you're going to have a child... Then, then would she just should, want to have the extra space already? I found good. that people just don't like to bend over as far, and I think that you would have to bend over less if you had the EUV. Is the EUV that much in. taller? Is it any taller? It's got to be a little bit taller, yeah. A couple inches, I would say. Um, okay. That's why my going back to my uncle, Uncle Chris, if you're listening, <laughs> I don't mean to... I don't mean this in a bad way, but the reason that he got rid of his Quattroporte and got a Range Rover is because he didn't want to bend over and put a continue to put a car seat in his Quattroporte. He wanted to just simply set the car seat into the Range Rover. Typical, or very, very like classic example of a first world problem. I, I know. <laughs> that Range Rover, you know what? He got that Range Rover. It was like a year old. It was a fairly new Range Rover. And it was actually a very good car up until the point when the fuel gauge broke. And he didn't, didn't understand why his car kept shutting off on the highway. Mm. Because the car would never read below half a tank. It's a very classic <laughs> British car problem. You'd be like, wow, I've had half a tank for a while. And then it would run out of gas. <laughs> but I think that's the only problem he ever had with that car. And he owned it for like, he owned it for like five or six years. And it was a really good car. Yeah. Granted, he lived in downtown Chicago, so he never really had to go anywhere far, but, sure, you know. It's uh, it's hard to see, like, what the actual height is of getting in and out of, you know, but the overall height of the car is virtually identical. Um, Why does it exist, then, if it's not that much different? Backseat space. Okay. Well, then that goes along with the child thing. Although exactly. children aren't very tall when they're born. Well, it's more so have... the, it's the length of the backseat for the car seat. Oh. Yeah, so I think the EUV is probably worth it. The downside then is it's slightly more expensive. And it's hideous. Well, they're both hideous. Mm. <laughs> yes, it's, but the EUV is more hideous. You think? Yes. Let's it, the the let's see. Oh, there you go. Okay, yeah. The EUV is much uglier. That also looks kind of Oh no, it's not gold. It's just the yeah. way that it is. Do you think it's because the EUV is cuter yes. and that makes it less hideous? Yes. I actually kind of it's agree too, with the, you on that. The EUV is too tall. It sits too high. And I like the wheels better on the on the regular bolt. No roof rails with the regular bolt. Yeah, so you should have the EUV and then get it wrapped in tan. Like a, bring them a hearing aid <laughs> like the Rover James. Uh so But yeah, no, I, I think that that would be a good I mean if you're gonna be able to get it for under twenty K, like that's insane. I know. That's the thing, like effective price with about the tax, 20,000. Yeah. How much money do you have to make to get the full tax um, rebate? Enough. Like we, we, we're there. You're there. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we'll be fine. Charlie's rich, everyone. You heard it here first. <laughs> you all keep listening to the podcast yeah. and keep funding our, our bolt. Yeah. Our bolt prices. No, I think I, I spec'd one out this morning and mm. if you, it's a very stupid you thing. You spec'd one out? So you checked like two boxes? How many, cho how many things yeah. can you put on a bolt? Well, here's the thing. If you want to get the heated seats and steering wheel, as okay. you would. You should get that. Yeah. You also have to get like the driver's convenience pack. That so it's gives like $3,000 to get heated seats. Well, it's not that dramatic, but it's it's like $1,400, yeah, to get heated seats. So out the door, it was like a $28,000 car. Not Sorry, not out the door, but MSRP, like post-destination, yeah. about twenty eight. dollars um, What? 
That's yeah. before the tax credit. Yeah. Why was the one that we had like 40? 40. One, because it was an EUV. Two, because Chevy lopped $6,000 off the price for this year. For this year. Well, for 23. For 23. And because I was specking out on one LT, and that whereas was a, we had a premiere. A premiere. Yep. It had Super Cruise and everything. All that oh, you wouldn't stuff. get Super Cruise? It wasn't that great in the Bolt. No, that's the thing is it's yeah, not the I don't same think it's super cruise. It. So yeah, it's, it's worth it in the in the truck. But well, it's plus not. you can't road trip the Bolt anyway because it charges too slow. That's true. So super cruise would be a pretty pointless option in that yes. car. Yeah. Now don't get me wrong. Alyssa liked having it because you just hop on the highway for twenty minutes and you can still just right. It's but nice, yeah. but it's not worth. I don't not think worth it's worth the thousands the of dollars. Yeah. So I think if if we could get it for about twenty eight grand, and obviously got you know tax title fees on top of that. Would you keep the Maverick? Have to. For road trips. Yeah. I mean, unless I wanted to keep the Escape. Road trip that. It's funny. We were driving around. That'd be a Charlie move. We were driving around (laughs) in the Maverick this weekend, and Alyssa was like, I sure would like to have like some heated seats over this winter or whatever. And I was like, you know what cars do have heated seats? My Escape and Peggy. How did she respond to that? She scoffed. She was like, oh, jeez. Didn't she drive the escape around for a few days? Yeah, she hated it. She hated it. Is it because the steering wheel is caked with some old woman's hand dirt? Partially, yes. <laughs> but it was also because she was driving with some friends, and she went to apply the brakes. And <laughs> did they go through from, the windshield? <laughs> it went from nothing happening to them going through the windshield. That was the worst part of the old Ford hybrids. I yeah. learned that as a teenager, moving cars around. Well, the thing is, is don't get me wrong. I love my wife, and there's nothing. This is not saying anything against her. I like to brake, and I think you're the same way because I've ridden with you very early, progressively, calmly. Alyssa brakes a little later. <laughs> that's, a, that's just a little later. And you can't do that with the old escape hybrids because you will put yourself and all your passengers through the windshield. Yeah. It's like an on-off switch at the brakes with yeah. those old hybrids. But if you very gently well, yeah. and easily get into it, then you scrub off speed using the regen and it's not a big deal. But you have to... You really when you're have into to the brakes, brakes, it's an on-off it, it switch. Does, it does grab yeah, quite hard, which yeah. does show that the brakes still work on that. Yes. You know, Emily, Emily does the same sort of mm-hmm. thing. Nathan does the same sort of thing. Really? I think a lot of people break late. Break late. That's really why brakes wear out so fast. Yeah. I mean, I... I I'm just it, not a fast driver, though. That's I mean. the thing. Yeah. Like, I will be looking so far down the road yeah. that if, if the light is turning yellow or red, or even if it's been green for too long, what they call a stale green, uh, I, will, I will be off the throttle half a mile in advance and just kind of regardless of the yeah. car and just kind of coasting in. And then that way, if it does turn back to green or whatever, I can... You know, but yeah, I uh, people people go late on their brakes. So daily motor top tip: yeah, if you want to save your brake pads, just stop braking late. Or just buy a manual car and uh, rev match. Yeah, get a Cadillac CT4V Blackwing and turn rev match on and just. I was doing that this week. That's yeah. what made me think of it. As I was just downshifting instead you like, of braking. You like my transition there into the car we had this week? Yes. Yeah, that's quite good. CT4 V Blackwing on summer tires, on the racetrack, and in daily driving. A car we quite liked. Yeah, I liked everything about it except the cluster screen buzzed really loudly. Unfortunately, it was one of the first things I noticed getting in the vehicle. Is it was nighttime. I had just gotten off of two flights and a long travel week, and I just wanted to get in my Cadillac and drive home. Mm. And instead, I had to listen to 
I get which was video the, of it. Which was the sound of the screen. I think I might have taken a video of it as well. Sound of the uh, in, instrument cluster screen light being very loud. Is that the sound of it buzzing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is kind of indicative of my thoughts on the Cadillac. I, I quite like driving the car. Oh, I think it's great to drive. Great. Yeah. It's just kind of a shame that American luxury cars are not at the same quality as Japanese could or have German just been a luxury Pontiac. cars. Yeah, it really yeah. could. There aren't any features in that car unless you excuse the, um, excuse me, unless you say that the massaging seats are a luxury option, even though they suck. Even though all they do is gut punch they you. Pss, and pss, pss. They're not actual physical things. It's just the, the lumbar. lumbar adjustment going in. Uh, Otherwise, I mean, there aren't really any things in there that scream luxury car. I mean, it's more just kind of like a performance yeah. car. It's a, it's a driver's car. Yeah, it's a driver's car. Yeah. yeah. And I felt the same way about the CT5V Blackwing. Yeah. <coughs> Bless you. Thank you. It didn't need to cost as much as it did. No. I'd rather just have a Camaro. Yeah. So. Yeah. So if Pontiac could just still make the G8. Yeah. It'd be wonderful. Yeah. G8 and. G8 and G6. This could be a G6, the the V black, the four, yeah, and the G8 could be the larger car. Although the G6 was always a front wheel drive know, little, could have been yeah. better. They did do a GXP, but it was only an appearance pack. Yeah, gave it the whale tail, mm-hmm. which looks sweet. Yeah, yeah. My one of my friends in college, her brother had one, and he brought it up to campus once and just did multiple front wheel drive burnouts. And I later found out he was on like his third engine, and I was like, oh, this makes sense why this car is. So clapped and it's been treated very poorly. I think that's the proper uh, situation for Pontiac G6s to be in, though, is clapped. Clapped, yeah. Yeah. I think if you own one, I don't think I've ever seen a nice one. Yeah, I know I've never seen nice ones. Yeah. I mean, they were they were very much like a recession cheap car Mm -hmm. that people just bought and ran into the ground. Which I I think I already know the answer, but which would you rather have, a G6 or an Avenger? Oh, a G6. Yeah. Okay. I hate I hate the Avenger. Is that your is that your least favorite like least <sighs> desirable car like ever? Like if you had to be stuck with one car for a year, would that be your last choice? Mm. Image and everything. I might pick it over a PT Cruiser. But not a turbo manual. You would rather have a PT Cruiser over an Avenger. Sorry, oh, the other way around. You'd, ever, you'd rather have an Avenger over a PT Cruiser? If it was an automatic with hubcaps and just terrible. I know that you like the PT Cruiser because it's... Well, I'm just... I'm trying to be objective on this. I almost... I feel like the PT Cruiser... You said image is why I brought that I know, up. I know. And I get that. I'm trying to think. I'm thinking if you're still in college or whatever. What about a Kia Soul? Oh, well, yeah. Of course you'd rather have a Kia Soul. <laughs> what I are... Did. Subaru Ascent. At least that's usable. At least you can yeah. put stuff in it. Right. Here's the thing with the PT Cruiser situation. I almost feel like the PT Cruiser is so ridiculous. Even if it's just space automatic two four whatever. It's like a meme car. You could put yeah. wood paneling that on people it. That people would be, be like, cool. Yeah. yeah, it'd be like that's like a Brower and his PT Cruiser. Whereas no one's gonna do that to an Avenger. They're gonna be what is that? They'll just have some. Ugh. Yeah. I'm trying to think of something worse. Would you? Cadillac DTS mismatched doors North Star. <laughs> I'd have that because it's a V8. Yeah. Even though it wouldn't ever run. Well, and that's fine because you could just take the bus. That's true. I think the Avengers did, probably did the Buick, worst car. Did Buick make anything really bad in that era? Buick never made anything bad. Yes, they did. 
You could have an Oldsmobile Alero. I that's those are disgusting. Mm-hmm. The taillights are the, the entire back of the car is just is taillights. Tail I think I'd still have an Alero over <laughs> an Avenger though because it's it's like it's an Oldsmobile. It's something different, you know. Yeah, exactly. That's the problem with the Avenger is you're driving one of the shitty brands. What about a journey? You can still put More stuff practical. in it though. Yeah, you yeah. can put seven people in it. It's just like there's the, the Avenger. There's no, there's no redeeming factors at all. Like there's nothing no. redeeming. Have you ever sat in one? No. Is it awful? You know, like. You know, like Legos versus Mega Blocks. How, like, if you got Mega Blocks as a kid, yeah, you're like, or, oh. or like Crayola versus like color art. Yes, the Avenger is Mega Blocks. Mm-hmm. Okay, from a quality standpoint as well. Is it a CVT? Maybe I don't think so. I know that the Caliber and the Patriot had CVTs, didn't mm-hmm. they? Yeah, that was such a bad era for cars. It really was, especially American cars. Yeah, oh, I'm getting a telephone call. As I typically do. Hello, this is Charlie. This guy's always on the phone. Wonderful. Thank you. I appreciate it. You too. Bye. Well, my driver had a nice two hours that he spent in the blazer. I was going to say, and I don't, I, I was going to say maybe he was cross, but he was being paid the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think he was maybe a bit more cross that, that it happened. Yeah. But, um, not cross at us. Well, look, the Dodge website still has a page for the Avenger. Okay. <laughs> I actually kind of. That's like actually that. kind of cool. Yeah, because yeah, they have like that a post- unfortunately own them. Mm-hmm. I don't think it looks bad like that. Go up because this is that that was like the facelifted car, mm-hmm. and it's got the little stripes on it and stuff. I mean, I, I don't think, think it stri- looks. I think the stripes are so silly. I don't I think, think that it looks, dumb. but I mean, it's just car, right? But it's the older ones, mm-hmm. like the super early ones with hubcaps and black taillights. The Dodge Avenger is no longer in production, but you may be able to purchase a pre-owned vehicle through your local dealer. Contact your dealer to learn more. If you call a Dodge dealer and you and you and you ring them up and you say, "Hello, I'd like to purchase a Dodge Avenger," do they hang up on you immediately, or do they go through a few more? <laughs> I'd like, imagine they don't stock them on the lot because why would you want to sell something like that? Yeah, I fig- I just figured they go straight to auction. All right, uh, let's go back. I think we should drive one. Let me see they if ma- Butman's got any. They made an Avenger back in the '90s. That's kind of yeah. Cool. It was a coupe. That was a cool it's car. The, it's the it Sebring, Sebring yeah. which is really just a Mitsubishi, right? Yeah, a um, Mitsubishi Eclipse. Eclipse, yeah. Um, I'm going to see if Butman has any Avengers because sometimes they do. It was a four-speed ultra-drive automatic. Oh, good. So, the, so oh, Chris, they put a DCT in it. What? Mm-hmm. Uh, was that for like a performance model or something? Let's see. That M3 Probably the M3 is at 5,600 with two hours left. I can't buy it. I'll be divorced. Really? No, but it'd um, still be not a good... Oh, Chris, listen to the, one of the features on the new Avenger. <clears throat> <laughs> features on the new Avenger included optional heated slash cooled cup holders and Dodge's new chill zone, a feature that comes standard on all Avenger models, which can store up to four 12 U.S. fluid ounce cans in the glove box and chill them to 40 degrees Fahrenheit. The glove box holds 12 beer cans? No, four. Four 12 ounce cans. Oh, sorry. So you can literally drink and drive. You can have a Bud Light for each of your passengers. Yes. Including the driver. I don't think they can, I don't think Avenger drivers could afford Bud Lights. It's Natty Light. What's so interesting? I'm sorry. I'm distracted. What are you distracted by? That Lexus RX 300 got listed on the Butman website, and you can literally tell in the photo that they that put, the trunk doesn't that close? the hood is open. Oh yeah, that the hood. Sorry. Uh, or what are they asking? Six grand? Nine. Nine thousand. Nine grand. I'm not going to say what they paid for it. 
yeah on public record but I do know what they paid for it, and if they can sell it for nine, then that's great for them. Yeah, I just um, Stu I really, can, I really want to. Stu told you what they paid for it. No, I was just gonna say Stu can pay our rent. You can tell, you can tell that the hood is open in the picture. Yeah, that's pretty awful. I wonder if they left my sticky. No, they took my sticky note off the steering wheel that said hood, the hood doesn't latch. <laughs> so back to the Cadillac. Sorry. I think there are many people who are looking for a driver's car that should consider that car. I think yeah. the fact that it starts around what high sixties or 50, was it low sixties? Fifty eight nine nine five. Okay, so it's about sixty thousand dollars. Pretty cool, and I like, even though I don't care for much of the materials inside, I like the layout. I like the physical climate controls. I like where the shifter is. I think it's got a good amount of space. The seats are comfortable. Like everything is designed pretty well in that car. I like the infotainment. Yeah, infotainment's good. It's a it's a cool car. It really is, and I I think there are people who used to buy e90s and e46s that are looking for a replacement car and this would be a really good time or alternatively if you grew up throughout your life and when you were more poor you started with civic and then eventually you bought a gti and now you own a mark 7 or something like that and you're ready for a new car and you've ascended through the ranks you have more money your yeah. 401k is doing what 401k is doing well cadillac ct4 v blackwing i think is a really good choice i would agree with that yeah yeah it is it is really a great car Mm-hmm. I had a little bit of a sketchy moment with it um, last week, and the traction control system helped me not die. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I had a traction control system's great. A FedEx truck tried to end my life, and mm-hmm. the Cadillac saved me. So. Yay, Cadillac! Therefore, good car saving Chris's life. The feature on the Monroni. Yes, mm-hmm. that's <laughs> that's the the funniest part about that is I wasn't even I wasn't even driving like. I no. wasn't even driving crazy. I just had to make an evasive maneuver and the Cadillac even, you know, like it just kept me in line and it was really impressive. So bad things only happen to us in cars when we're driving normally. I know. I know. I wasn't even, I wasn't even being a Yabo. Yeah. I just was driving. I was coming back from voting. Oh, good. Th- good you for voting. Thank you. It's my first time ever voting. That's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Boo, bad Chris. <laughs> I have I have reasons for why I didn't in the past, but I'm sure you're not interested. He didn't have a CT4V Blackwing to drive to go do it. That was his reason. <laughs> well, in 2020, I was stranded in Illinois and I could not vote. Really? Mm-hmm. Yep, I was supposed to be home in time, but I, in 2020, so it was what, it was November 2020, I didn't apply for an absentee ballot, which is my fault. I should have done that, but I was planning on being home and I was looking forward to going in person because I wanted to go in person. Yeah. And um, I went to Chicago and I had a COVID scare because this was during the time, you know, when we still didn't know very much about COVID. And if you were were in contact with someone, you were supposed to like quarantine for two weeks. And my cousin was in the middle of opening her cookie shop and one of her employees that was helping open had ended up having COVID and we were around her like for two days Mm. straight, like. So I I was like, oh, well, I'm totally going to get COVID. So like I stayed quarantined in Chicago for two weeks. And unfortunately, during that time is when I would have had to go and vote. So I was not able to. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. What about in 2018? Couldn't be bothered? I don't think I could be bothered when I was 20. I think I was just whatever. Didn't care. What about 2016? I don't know that I was. Oh, no, I was old enough. I think that I also couldn't have been bothered. In I hope you had COVID then too. <laughs> I don't have excuses for 2016 <laughs> and 2018, but for 2020, I do have an okay. excuse. And I did genuinely plan. I was going to mm-hmm. vote. Yeah. Well, the excuse is you didn't have an ATS or V back then to vote. So. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yep. So make sure in 2024 we have some sort of a Cadillac that yep. I can take Manual to the polls. Yep. Yeah. Maybe we'll have a Lyric. Would that be okay? Yeah. Maybe Cadillac will finally. Oh wait, no. What's no, 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 no. Oh, you want the? Celest- I want the Celestic. Okay. The Celestic, so I can flex on everyone. All right. So if you're General Motors PR team, uh, if you want Chris to vote in 2024, <laughs> make sure you get us your $300,000 Cadillac. <laughs> We probably already shit on in last week's podcast or something. No, I said that I thought it, I I said that I liked the idea of that car because I think it's beautiful and it also brings back the spirit of Cadillac to the mm. EV market. Remember, I went on a whole rant. You started yes. the podcast with it last yep, week. You're right. Yeah, because I said something. Mean I just about figured the XT4. we had something backhanded in that. But the, oh yeah, because I said that the XT4 is like a pile of sick formed. In you're an right. Yeah, yep, yep, which yep. it is. Right. Um, so Daily Motor top tip: If you want a Cadillac, don't get the XT4. Get the CT4 V Blackwing. Yes. Or just the regular CT4 yeah, V honestly. we liked as well. And we'd probably like we a normal CT4. Yeah, and the CT5 is a good car too. Mm-hmm. It just as as Cadillacs, they're they're kind of weird. Yeah. But as cars, as drivers' cars, they make good fabulous. Pontiacs. Yeah, they would be great Pontiacs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The other drivers' car we had this week is the 2022, or is it a three? Two. Two. Toyota GR Supra 3 liter premium. Mm-hmm. I think they're all, are they all premiums if they're the 3 liter? I don't think There's so. There's no like base model 3 liter, is there? I think there is. Is there? I think so. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. But good car. Yeah, this was my first time spending any more than a couple of hours in a 3 liter Supra, and it was a good time. I thoroughly enjoyed my like three days with the car and had no grip anywhere, but. Yeah, fun. you were rocking Pilot Super Sports in winter conditions. Yeah. Yeah, well, the problem is when they dropped the car off, it was 70 degrees out and beautiful. And then during this week, it is November. Yeah, and during in Michigan this fashion. Week, it, there was, I think, Tuesday it was 70 and Wednesday it was like 40. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, no, I'm, I'm glad that you kept it all together, though. And I didn't all, crash. Oh, yeah. All four wheels on the road. I didn't crash, yeah. Put a good um, amount of miles on the car too, didn't you? Yeah. Well, I drove it out to Rochester Hills for the premiere of Wakanda Forever. So th- again, thank you to Jen and Kurt for that invite out to that event. It was really cool. And um, there were a couple of Lexuses in that movie. What's the A91? The manual. Why do they call it A9? Is that the chassis code? Yeah. Oh. I think you have to get that to get a manual. Like, I think like the manual is like its own trim because it gets like different badges and stuff. That's really unfortunate because I feel like a lot of people getting the manual Go to wouldn't want to spend a lot spec, of money. See if you can spec a manual on the base three liter car. Yeah. I think you can. So the three liter starts at only 52. The manual is a 6,000. Look, million. manual. Oh, okay. Never mind. All right. So the A91 is probably like the manual first edition car. Mm-hmm. Nocturnal is black. Renaissance Not very many red. color choices. No, but what they all look gray? good. Oh, you pre- I probably have to get the premium, premium. to get gray. Mm-hmm. Nitro, yellow. I would have... Yeah, I would have stratosphere. stratosphere. Yeah, that's what I would have. Yeah, I've seen that in that's person. Beautiful. It's much darker in person. That's okay. Yeah. Uh, let's go let's check out the premiums, what we had. Can you have a manual with that? I wonder. Yes. Oh, yeah, you can. All this... Oh, that gray's not available. Maybe that was a 2022 oh, you know color. Yeah, they must have killed it for 23. Mm. Maybe it's an automatic only color, as silly as that sounds. Oh. It could be. So the Super A91. See you later gray. That's okay. kind of cool. Ooh, Ooh, look at that interior. Hazelnut. More like hazel it, nuts. You, yeah, yeah. You'd never know why it looks so similar to BMW's cognac interior color. You'd never guess. Do you think BMW makes the like the leathers and stuff for this car too? I'm sure they do. That dude, that whole interior is feels such hype. So yeah, like, I know. 
like we you you know how a, how a Toyota interior feels. We're yes. very familiar with how a Toyota seats, Toyota steering wheels, mm-hmm. everything, Toyota grab handles. Chris, you can't have any of what we had now in a 2023. You can't have the red interior either. That's very unfortunate. Yeah. So we had a cool 2022 only spec, I guess. That I was, quite liked the spec. I and I it, would, even it looked said, like me. It was gray. Yeah. And then red. Although it's it like Charlie look red in this. Uh, I uh, I said at the end of the video that I think this is like my favorite super spec that I've seen. That's mm-hmm. unfortunate that you can't have it anymore. But I'd be okay with the cognac interior. Yeah. Or whatever it's called. Brown. Brown. Oh, speaking of brown. I know you don't watch regular car reviews that often. I don't watch However, any YouTubers that yeah. are Yeah, you're too busy editing with our us. own videos. Or Whistling Diesel. I love his videos hilariously. Sure. But uh, regular car reviews, Brian today put out a Nissan Altima. Oh, very cool. Yeah, and I, I haven't watched it yet. Is it an old Altima? No, brand new one. Oh, a new Altima. Okay. And Cross car? Nope. Owner's car. And <laughs> I haven't watched it all yet, but I watched the first minute or so. And he just starts the video by absolutely roasting the guy for buying an Altima. Really? Yeah. That's funny. I thought you were going to say he started the video by going 150 up the left lane. Well, no, he, he starts off by saying like Nissan Altima, the car for going fast in the fast in the slow lane and slow in the fast lane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. I guess it's, it would be 150 up the right lane or on the shoulder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Or sitting texting in the left lane doing 65. Yeah, I'm kind of glad we haven't had to review a Nissan Altima yet together because it's going to be hard to do so and not insult Wendy Payne and Nissan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wendy, we like most of your cars, actually. Actually, I don't think there's been any Nissans that I haven't liked except the the Leaf was kind of disappointing. Kept you out of them. Yeah, you have. Oh, I liked the Frontier. I liked the Z that I drove at Mama, though I, I literally have spent 20 minutes in a Z, so I don't know too much if I like it. Um, although I've ridden and I rode in the Z with you quite a bit, the manual Z. I drove the automatic one. Other than that, oh, I liked the Kicks and the Rogue, and I liked the Rogue. The, actually, I mean, all jokes aside about Nissan, the newest Nissan products, anything that's come out in like twenty, mm. late twenty one, early twenty two, have actually been pretty decent. I like the Frontier. I yeah. like the Pathfinder. Like literally, like driving the Pathfinder, I was like, oh, and we're getting one here in a month or so. Yeah, the Rock Creek. I don't well, know. Chris if we is, are getting, Chris a, rock is getting creek. a rock creek. We'll probably get it too. But um, I like genuinely liked that car, and I was like, I think I'd have this over a Highlander. Um, yeah. So there's a lot of the new, new Nissans are quite good, but anything that was released from like 2018 to 2021, Garbo, a bit more. I know. don't like the Infinity QX6. Well, I did not like the QX60. We just were, eh. but the QX55 was terrible. Of the powertrain, it's because the variable compression. It's not even the engine. The, the engine was fine, but it's the way the engine gets translated. Yes, from between the the, the disconnects between yeah. your foot, the engine, and the road. And you can't. There's too the much back. happening in between all that. You have yeah. to be the tallest you can be to sit in the back of that car is like five foot eight. Yeah, yeah. Very Emily and Alyssa spec. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if we if we took a road trip with the and four the of us, they would have to terrible. stay back there. Yeah, yeah. No, I, there's something went wrong. <laughs> at Nissan Infinity from about 2020 sorry 2013 to about 2021 yeah something was wrong but now actually like a lot of like you said the new Rogue nice the Z we like well I don't know if I like the Z but it looks really cool think about and I think a lot of our viewers and listeners will will resonate with this but think about if Nissan dropped sorry Infinity dropped a beautiful ty- entirely redesigned Q50 
still a sedan, just like designed very beautifully, proper nine-speed transmission, a good hardy motor. Turbo V6. Yeah, turbo V6, like a good infotainment system that's just like a nicely designed screen set into the dash. With with, physical controls. With physical controls, a good size screen, not too large, not too small. Uh, Yeah, physical climate controls, decent steering, and and proper room in the back, like, and just charged $50,000 or so for Mm -hmm. it. Like, that's what Acura did with the TLX, and it's cool. I I don't think they can afford to do that. I don't think they can afford it because they probably would have done it. Because the ones, how long has the Q50 been the same for? A long ten time. ten years. That means they should have saved up a lot of money at this point. Well, they'd probably have to sell them to to <laughs> save up, right? <laughs> yeah, it's selling too many, unfortunately, and the Q60 is now dead. To infinity, and that's it. Mm-hmm. No beyond. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, what other in that class? What would you have? Would you have a TLX? Would you have a 3 Series? We haven't driven the new C300 or the A4. I'd probably have a 3 Series because I really like it. What what reasons? Is it, is it styling? Powertrain. It, it's powertrain. Yeah, it's, it's, it's powertrain. It's interior quality, even though I drive 8 with no physical controls is annoying now. Am I, I, are you asking me for a 22 or a 23? 23. 23. I'd probably still have a 3 Series because I could have an M340i. Yeah, yeah, you can if you want to spend $70,000. They're not seventy grand, right? Now. Well, then I'd have a three thirty i. The three thirty i is fine. Quite good, yeah. It, it is. is fast enough. Mm-hmm. The three thirty i. Um, what are so? What are my choices? It'd be a three series, a Q fifty, which I wouldn't pick. Put it this way: you could have a, an M three forty i or a CT four V Blackwing. Yeah, it's just the whole. What am I doing with the car, though? Am I do I have to live with it every day because I don't want yeah. the Blackwing then? Why not? Because the screen buzzes. <laughs> so you'd rather not be able to change your climate control? You know, yeah, if you just leave it at seventy-two auto all the time, I was going to say, as silly as it sounds, it isn't as bad. Somehow, it isn't as bad as the Volkswagen system. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're right. I'd probably still have the BMW. Wow. It would Chris, also Chris like, picking the automatic transmission over the manual. I know. Well, if it's a if it's a weekend driver's car, I'm having the Cadillac. If I, if it's a second car, the Cadillac. If it's one car solution, I'm having the M340i because it's also X Drive. You'd also get much better fuel economy, and you get much better, way way better fuel economy, and um, it's faster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is just very fast. Yeah, the Cadillac's like, ooh, this is Cadillac's fun. The BMW is like, oh, M340i is very fast. Yeah. Hmm. I had to blur. I I scheduled a um when I shot that brief little Topher drives video on the M340i going mm-hmm. down the canyon road. I was watching the speedo and I was like, "Oh my, it's just it just rapidly climbs." I had to blur a couple sections huh. on that canyon road. Um triple digits happen very quickly in that car. Allegedly. But you know what's what's even funnier hmm. is you were walking away from me in that X7 M60. <laughs> <laughs> that and we say that this M340i is fast, and this X7 M60i just whooshes away. What's what it waft the waftability, the waftability of the is access. is is crazy in that in that SUV. I mean, dynamically, uh, that thing is just insane. I think, and I've thought this for years. This isn't a new statement for me, but BMW makes the best powertrains on the market. Yeah. I'm not saying that like there aren't a few engines here or there. I mean like the 2.9 V6 is great from Porsche. Um, the what? AM the AMG four liter. Barely. 
You just called poor Porsche. Oh, the V6. I meant to say 2.9. Yeah, sorry. I was okay. 2.9. Okay, I gotcha. I gotcha. 2.9 liter in in the Macan. Yeah, yeah, I gotcha. Yep. Yeah, I know. I'm not talking like Boxer. Okay, I was scared for a second. (laughs) (laughs) The 2.9 in the Macan is quite good. It's a great engine. The four liter uh, AMG motors are great in the 63 models, which I don't know if you've ever driven outside of the G wagon, right? The G wagon have a four liter? Yes, the four liter twin turbo. The G63 has a four liter now? Yeah, Yeah, it has for years. Oh. Since they went turbocharged. That's what all the AMG 63s are right now is a 4-liter. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like I like that motor. It's a yeah. good one. So those are all great. When but do I we think... have another G-Wagon? Peter just yeah. had one. Peter oh. just had a G-Wagon. Maybe we can get one when we're out in LA. You know, that would be a good car to go back and forth to the airport. You know what I think would be better, though? It's an Urus and a Bentayga. Oh. Are we getting a Urus? Yeah, we should be. The Performante. I was thinking we get the Urus for the first half, like... Well, like on one of the day, you know, one of the sections and then get the Huracan for the next one. We should talk about that in a minute. But anyway, uh, I think holistically, like outside of a few cool engines, I think BMW makes the best. They're the most efficient. Mm-hmm. They're the most powerful. They're the smoothest. Well, they make the best four cylinder. They make the best inline six. They make one of the best V8. They make a really good V8. V8. They did have a good V12, but now it's gone. Yeah. They make some of the best electric powertrains, Best too. EV. Yeah, no, BMW. <clears throat> if they could just get their styling together, man, they'd be untouchable. I know. Yeah. It's, it's a shame that they're just, they look so weird. I'm curious how BMW reliability is now, too, for, like, newer cars. Like, things like yeah. your mother's car. My my mom's car has that. been great. I mean, yeah. she and, bought and it. That, what gen? It's an F30. 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 It's a 2016. Got just hit seventy thousand miles. She bought it with forty thousand on it, maybe thirty thirty eight thousand. It didn't have very much, very many on it when she bought it because it was only two years old. Because like my stepmother had an X one from like 2016, 2017, and it just had stupid things like. And the part of this was her fault because she didn't drive very far. Yeah, but it the battery would just like not charge itself up enough. That's interesting to me because my mother drives a half mile to work. And she's never had an issue with the battery, though my parents take that car when they go places, though. And sometimes at night they'll like go drive it. So like it gets driven. But most of most of what that car does is it gets cold started in the morning. My mom sits in the driveway for a minute and it, you know, it warms up for a second. And then she drives it a half mile down to work and shuts it off. Does she run like heated seats, heated steering wheel? I'm sure she runs everything. Yeah. 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 No, it's weird. So, I mean. To be fair, the X one's probably made in America, and the three series is probably Germany. made in Germany. No, South Africa. South Africa, really? Yep, South okay. Africa. Interesting. Yep. An apartheid car. Huh? That's like racism in South Africa. What is apartheid? I don't, I've never heard that word. Well, okay. Well, let's not Chris talk needs about to, it. Chris needs to do some some edu- education no. on South African history. Oh. Oh, okay. Yep. Anyways, this uh, week at Daily Motor Headquarters. <laughs> We have another Toyota. It is the 2022 Toyota Tundra Turd Pro. Yeah. I hope it's orange. I believe it is. Oh, very good. Gotta have that. You can't have a Turd Pro and not have a a good color. I'm not looking forward to reviewing this vehicle. Oh, no. I wish your dad still had his because we could shoot a Comparo. Awesome. Yeah, that'd be honestly do really well. Two orange Turd Pros. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Um, I'm not looking forward to it because I don't think I'm going to like it very much. I had a weird experience with the Tundra Turd Pro. I went to a week-long Toyota press event in Texas, 
And one of the days we went out to their racetrack, which I'm forgetting the name of right now, but it's their their racetrack in, in Texas. And um, the one racetrack in Texas. Because there's only one. I, I, I was in this uh, Tundra TRD Pro. We were driving it to the track and it was fine for the first half of the trip. And then halfway down the highway, the hood opened. Like just the clink? Yeah. Like, oh. And the car freaked out and told us it was like hood ajar. So we had to pull over and shut it. But I just thought that was kind of weird. There have been reports. And a lot of this is the hearsay and like, you know, the loudest people and everything like that. But reports that the new Tundra's got some like reliability, like buildability yeah. type issues. And it's not very I, characteristic of Toyota. The, yeah. And, and this is the weird kind of era that we're seeing with Toyota and Lexus right now is that everything's going turbocharged. And also they're taking a bigger step than they normally do mm-hmm. in technology. Usually Toyota and <clears throat> Lexus are pretty far behind and that's okay because everything always works properly. Yes. But now I think that they're trying to get ahead of the curve or stay with the curve. And it's just, it doesn't seem right for Toyota. No, it doesn't. We've seen this with Lexus and these weird oh, steering gosh, wheel yeah. controls and, um, I don't know. And we're seeing this now with the Tundra, the Sequoia, the BZ4X has had a lot of weird issues. Yeah. It had to be stop sailed for um, a while. So I don't know. It's, I worry that Toyota's idled too long. Like they've let themselves go too far back because Toyota was ahead of the curve for a lot of things in the two thousands. Yeah. Prius. Perfect example. Prius, yeah. The Prius was a great car, which side note, new Prius is coming out like this week or something. Yes. And I've already seen it. Ha ha. Mm-hmm. I already know what it looks like. Mm hmm. Anyone that listens to the podcast has heard me say that 17 yeah. times. Mm-hmm. Yep, we're going to get... I'm just really excited for you to see it because I think that you're really going to like the way that it looks. Maybe I should... If it's Maybe it's if it's EV, I'll just buy one of those instead I was, of a Bolt. Th- I think they're going to have an EV. Hopefully one. it's built in America because then I'll get the tax credit. I would say that's potential. Yeah. yeah, potentially. I feel like they sell more Priuses here than they do anywhere else. Probably. In California. Right. Everybody's got a Prius in California. But Unfortunately, yeah. though, if you like having catalytic converters, Prius oh, is not yeah, the can't have car that. for you. Yeah. Did you know, side note, the Maverick's catalytic converter is like built up into the engine compartment so that people can't steal it. Yeah, easily. a lot of a lot of little four cylinder cars are like that. Yeah. Thanks, Ford. That's how the folk the focus is like that, too. It's like exhaust manifold and then the cat is like immediately right there after mm-hmm. the exhaust manifold. So you'd have you really it makes it very to. difficult to replace them when they go bad. Right. But but they can't be chopped off. I mean, cats don't go bad very often. Typically. So only if you idle a lot. Really? Yeah, because it doesn't get like cleared out. It just kind of the exhaust gases just sort of hang out clog in there it. and yep, clog it up. Yeah. Yep. So if you're a mother or something like that, I know a lot of mothers listen to the Daily Motor podcast mm-hmm. and you do things like go and pick up your children and sit in the children pickup line for a while. Yeah, shut your car off. Yeah. Because you, you see those signs at schools that say no idling. You would think that's for the environment, but no, the school actually really cares about the health of your catalytic converters. <laughs> Are there no idling signs at schools? Yeah. Really? Yeah, because 100 cars will go there to pick up their kids at 3 o'clock and just sit there idling and pollute the children's lungs mm. and their catalytic converters. Yeah, you're going to have to start being concerned about things like this when you become a... And parent? A, a parent. Yeah, well, that's why we'll have a bolt. and idle that shit all we want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I've driven the new Tundra as well, and I like it, but... It's just Toyota trying to be the F-150. It is and very I've, much an F-150. I've Toyota. always liked the Tundra for not being the F-150. It's the anti-F-150. Yeah. And that's been so nice about it. It's refreshing. Now you've got to have a Silverado if you want that. Yeah. yeah. And I don't want to be a, Sil- a Silverado owner because I'm not in love with my cousin. That's why I'd have a GMC. Sure. Yeah. But no, I think this will be cool. The other thing with the Turd Pro, though, is, and I think we've talked about it on the podcast, 
no tow hooks in the front. And that really confuses a lot is of that, people. Is that for a reason or they just don't? Toyota know? claims it's for fuel economy, but that's such what? bullshit. That's so dumb. That's some, yeah, some marketing person came up with that. Yeah, exactly. Tried to pull it off. I mean, my Maverick has tow hooks in the front and a Toyota TRD Pro product doesn't. What are you supposed to do if you get stuck and need to be pulled out from the front? Uh, perish. Starve to death. Yeah, buy a new truck, I guess. Yeah. It'll be like that Chevy that's out in the DM off-road park. Just mm, tipped on its side. That's a trailblazer. I should go take the steering wheel off of that. Something, tell, something tells me you'd contract a disease simply by touching that steering Probably. wheel. Probably, yeah. No, yeah. I don't want to get anywhere near that car. Yeah. Breathe the same air as that car. No, not at all. I also never want to go to that off-road section ever again. Very cursed for you. It's so cursed. I hate mm-hmm. that area so much. Yep. So tune back in next week to see how we feel about the Tundra. I mean, this will be, even though it'll be a TRD Pro, Yeah. most people who own TRD Pros are just taking them to Starbucks. So sure. that's probably how yeah, we'll you've review this truck. The thick tires when you clip the curb. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you want to get angry at uh, service workers for doing yeah. something wrong. All of the damage you see to curbs by Starbucks. It's Toyota TRD it's Pro products. Anything else on the? No, but I'm just very excited for the other car that we have this week. So the other okay. car we have this week is a 2023 from the future, yeah. Chevrolet Blazer RS. Charlie's been looking forward to driving this car all year. I've it's been it years. Just now happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I've wanted. And there's been a lot of commenters that have wanted us to drive a Blazer as well. Really? In fact, let's uh let's take a. We'll jump over here. We should like troll the internet and do a Bronco versus Blazer comparison. Like go to Butman and like go to Butman and get a Bronco. You want to do that? You want to get? Do you want to be hated on the internet? We could. I don't think they have any Broncos right now, but it's possible one will come in this week. We know that uh, Dorian Ford has one. Who? Uh, the f- oh the yeah the green yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Okay, I need an update on that blade. Oh, the Blazer that was the Trailblazer that was tipped over. Um, oh my god. <laughs> that could be our uh, winding road april fools video like we get in it while it's on its side somebody asked me what's the stereo amplifier wattage on a 2012 blazer uh i'm sorry clark i don't have that sort of information they didn't off make the a blazer in 2012 trailblazer is probably what he means oh can y'all do the 2021 chevy blazer premiere and do all audio mpg and all that y'all do to test the vehicle can you do a sound test of the Bose speakers on the 2020 Blazer? Can you test the new Blazer sound system? Uh, <laughs> I'm excited for the damn Blazer. Let me tell y'all. Yeah, people people want Blazer here at Daily Motor, and we're finally going to give it we're to you. We're delivering. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. They do actually have a Bronco at Bowman on the used car lot. It's Ooh. a black diamond with 300 miles on it. Yeesh. Uh, 40,000? Well, hold on. Let me tell you what the window sticker is. It's a black diamond four-door automatic. So it's a 2-3 automatic. I'm going to say window sticker is probably like 40-something. I'm going to say 45. For window sticker or what mm-hmm. they're asking? Window sticker Both. is currently not available. No. It's, oh, come on, man. Buttman letting you down again. Okay. Well, I'm going to go ahead and guess that the window sticker was probably 47 or 48 grand. Okay. What would you like? To guess that they're asking for it on the used car lot. With, with 300 miles with on it? With 347 miles on it. I, I, my heart wants it to be 45. My brain says 50. Uh, well, you're low with both guesses. Oh, my gosh. Okay. $58,000. Why? 58 grand. Do you think they'll get that? 
I hope I don't not. know because it's been on a lot for a while. So I'm going to say probably not. Yeah, you're right. It's black, right? It's black. It's yeah. yeah I've it's, seen it. It's there. been there for like a month. It's been yeah. there for a long time. Yeah, I think they're being a little optimistic, which. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, the used car market's starting to cool down it a little, really and is. you know, window sticker. I still think they could probably get over sticker for it, mm-hmm. but I think that they'd probably want to be somewhere around fifty fifty one. So, do you think we could simply buy that green blazer that, um, or not blazer Bronco that that Chris offered us, and then flip sell it, it to Butman? <laughs> sell it to Butman <laughs> for like a two thousand dollar project? Probably, yeah. Hmm. I'd like to own a green car. Manual too, right? Yeah. Yeah, I just can't see driving around a Bronco. I'm sure it's spoken for by now. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, we Anyways. could do that comparison. Just to like, just to like troll, troll and be like, yeah. Could we? Could we do it like innocently? It would be like just very objective, like observing things. Like, oh, this this seems to ride a little bit better. And be like, oh, well, this has a. Uh, looks like we've got locking four wheel drive on the Bronco, but not seeing it here in the Blazer. Like. And then can we take them both to Holly Oaks and then just... <laughs> I'm sure Butman would love, for one, all the mileage, and two, the wear and tear on their pristine 300-mile Bronco. Yeah. Well, the, the all the Arab guys on the Winding Road channel who watch it and comment on it will we'll definitely... Make up for it and make we'll up. pay them. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. Yep. Cool. Uh, yeah, Blazer will be interesting. This one's pretty fully loaded. It's like a $53,000 car, I think. But... What does that size-wise compare to? It would be a Ford Edge? Yeah, it's an Edge. Or a Jeep? Jeep doesn't have an exact competitor. It's kind of the Grand Cherokee. It's essentially a Grand Cherokee because a Grand Cherokee is two row. And then a Grand Cherokee L, L would be is larger. Bigger. Yeah. But I always thought of the Explorer and the Grand Cherokee as being the same. I know. That's a tough So Jeep doesn't really have. Well, that's actually what's done Jeep very well over the past few decades is they've kind of always owned that like larger two row segment. And then the Ford Edge came out. And, and then, then your Blazer. mother bought one. Yes. Well, my mother, guess what she had before the Edge? A Grand Cherokee. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, Anything else to say about the blazer? No. Can I, we can we wear blazers when we review the blazer? That would be funny. I've never even sat in a blazer, Ooh. unless maybe at the auto show I would have sat in one. Actually, what did we sit in at the auto show? Reverse high country. And then Joe Biden kicked us out. Yep. Thanks, Obama. Because Obama's fault. Obama. Obama had Biden as his running mate, and now now he got sh- yeah. yeah. That all of that led. Well, it all it's to, all Obama's fault. Yeah. Well, really, it's the Clintons' fault. Because if Hillary Clinton had beat Obama in 2008, we wouldn't have been kicked out of the auto show here in 2022. Oh, right. Because Biden wouldn't have been president and wouldn't have come. And, yeah. Okay. So thanks. Anyways. Thanks, Bill Clinton. Uh, is it time for Copart? Yes. And I have Copart cars for you. No way. Week. All yeah. right. Mm-hmm. I'm ready for it. I actually right. don't know that I have any, so that works out. <laughs> I've been on Copart a lot recently. Okay. Because I'm down a car and I'm getting anxious. Oh, you know what? what I've got why a good don't you one. buy an M3 for me? Wait, hold on, hold on. Can we show the this auction is in progress right now? Can we show this one first? Because yeah. I don't want it to sell. Okay. Um, it is 618-200-92. And this actually very good segue, Charlie. I'm impressed oh, with there you. Oh, there was a there was a delay in my keyboard. Oh, no. Sorry. Read it again. Six one eight. Oh no, what did I do? Ah. Oh sh- I just put the computer to sleep. Are we still alive? No, no, we're good. Are we live? I think we're. Are we going? I, I think so. There's a button on the keyboard that pressed against this. And yeah, I it's, it does. It says stop recording, which means yeah, we should still be recording. I think we should be good. Okay. Anyway. Um. All right. Are you ready? Read it. Yes. Read it again. Six one eight two zero zero nine two. Anyways, as yes. I was saying, foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. Thank mm-hmm. you for 
bringing the presidential topic up. Okay. This car was owned by Jackie O. No shit. Yes, it was. And it was flooded in Florida. And here's here's something that I'm struggling with, and I actually feel really bad for the owners of this car because I imagine that their insurance policy only covered eight thousand dollars of this car, right? Because it says yes. retail value eight grand. Usually, that's what that estimated retail value is. Usually, what the insurance company paid out. Okay. If I understand it correctly, there was an old for sale post of this car from about four years ago, mm-hmm. and the people selling it wanted like three hundred grand. Because it was owned by Jackie O after after um, JFK died and whatever was going on. She probably didn't want to drive Cadillacs anymore. Or was, was it a Lincoln? Lincoln? It was a Lincoln. But anyways, she bought this new, and I think she owned it until the mid-80s. So she actually owned it for quite a while. Mm. And um, this was just her This was her personal car. Wow. And now and it's... You know that by the VIN. Yes. And there, yeah, there was an article on the drive. There was, an art, there was like articles everywhere about this car. I actually saw it on TikTok. Somebody was like... This may look like a regular 1974 BMW um, Bavaria. Oh my gosh! Look at the flood. It lines. was underwater. the The good thing is, is I'm sure that people know. Like words gotten out, somebody will buy this car and and restore it. It's only at 4100 though. You know, why don't you buy it? Ge- All right, here's a genuine question for me, and this is you. You'd know more more of this because you're more of a car enthusiast than I am. In an old car like that, we're talking 1974, very few electronics. Yeah. What's so bad about it being a flood? Well, the electronics, for one, obviously are all ruined. There aren't many. I mean, just like the cluster, power windows, all the stuff like that. But also if any sort of water or mud or sludge or anything got into the engine, the fuel tank, anything like that, like that all has to be torn out and either replaced or rebuilt. And then and the interior, like, like the carpet, the mold, it's it's just there are so many factors to a flood car. Obviously, it, it's it isn't as bad on a on an old car like this. It's still bad, but it's not. There aren't as many electronics that to to rely on in in something like this. But still, like because is. a lot of times with electronics, if everything's off, it's not bad for electronics to to be wet. You can like put it in them. rice. <laughs> no, it's not just that, but like if it if it's if there's no power being actively supplied, then there's no short circuiting happening and if it all dries out properly, then it'd be fine. Now, we see there's a battery in the car, so that's probably did have power, so it's probably not a good thing. Um I just I'm I'm curious if this if the owner of this car really only got 8 grand from their insurance. Yeah. I see what you mean. that would be a an absolute shame and it would this car be worth more than uh, eighth grand, even if it were not Jackie O's oh, car? I would say so. Yeah. Yeah, this is a cool looking car. The the paint looks it's a really neat color. The interior looks fantastic. I would almost want to own this car, even if it didn't run and drive. You know, if it, if it just sat here you in the garage. Want to sit where Jackie O sat? Kind of. It, well, if the seats are this nice, fit on it. The auction is literally happening right now. <laughs> Although you may have to. I don't know if we're eligible to bid. Because it's in Florida. Yeah, because it, it, it's a salvage Florida car. I don't know if that will be um, allowed. Oh, it still says 46 minutes 46 away. Minutes. I'm not eligible to bid on the slot. I guess we can't own it. Mm. Shame. I want to see how much it goes for, though. I'm gonna it has a, a certif- certificate of destruction. Oh, so that you can't retitle it. It's a parts-only parts, parts only car. Damn. I mean, somebody. Well, it'll it'll. It like, would never be driven on the road anyway. I was gonna say cares? it'll it'll go to a museum or something. Like someone will someone will restore it and it'll just like go to a museum. Yeah, that's such a shame. Is Jackie alive still? I don't think so. Are you looking that up for yeah. us? 
She died in 1994. Wow. So she's been dead for a long time. Yeah. Oh, she was born in 29. Okay, so she was... Well, so she was only 65 when she died. So my cars that I have for you are not as interesting as the cars you have for me. But this is kind of cool. In California. It's a two... Oh, I never even read what the last car was for everyone. Is that a manual? This is a 2003 Lexus IS 300 with a manual transmission and just some light front-end damage. Runs and drives 256,000 miles on there. Yeah, that's fine. But, yeah, look at... I mean, the back, very good. Being from California, no rust, no Supreme stickers on it. Uh, so that's good. Rockers look pretty beat up. Yeah, they do. It's been lifted up and down a few times. Seats are all rough. Yeah, they always are if they're mm-hmm. Alcantara. Well, look at this. That's aftermarket, right? All this carbon yeah, fiber. Yeah, it's all peeling up on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody but, will still pay. Oh, my God. It's a $2,100 bid. Jesus. Mm-hmm. For a totaled IS300 with a salvage title. I wouldn't say it's totaled, but yeah, I mean, it's damaged. Well, it's a, it has a salvage title, so it's, it was totaled. Oh, I see. You insurance. Yeah, totaled. insurance yeah. totaled it. Yeah. But like you could easily get, like you could use this as a lemons car. That's kind of how I came across Oh, yeah. It. Oh, yeah. It'd be a great lemons car. That'd be mm-hmm. like perfect use for that. Yeah. It'd be a lemons car. Right. Exactly. So yeah, you wouldn't even have to get it like retight. Like you could just hold a salvage title for yeah. it as a track car. It'd be perfect. Right. Manual. The, that, the W55, the manual transmission in these is not super strong. Oh. Um, but you wouldn't be running a ton of power. So no, no. You'd be okay. Fluid. Yeah. You'd, you'd be okay. okay. You just want to make sure you're. Yeah, yeah. It's the the transmission's only good for about three hundred horsepower. Gotcha. So there was that. Um, what else for you? I have Ooh, this. another Lexus. Mm-hmm. That is beautiful. It's in Georgia. So the, oh, yeah. it's just a donated car. Runs and drives. Automatic though. That's okay. It most is automatic. Of, most of could, those are automatic. Right. You could you could swap transmission. This is a nineteen ninety five Lexus SC three hundred, which is what I've been keeping an eye out for as a lemons car. I think a manual version of these would be a great lemons car. And this just seems like a deal. At, You'd like, have to start out with an automatic because bucks. the manual cars are so expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Unless you found That's one that was like super destroyed, clapped. like yeah. super clapped. This one That's is nice. I know. Somebody I would almost feel bad it. turning this into a lemons car because yeah, it's got 220K. The paint's faded. No, yeah. Be fine. You could yeah. sell a lot of the interior bits. and Exactly. Yeah. I, I wouldn't feel bad about destroying that. So there oh, are I'm plenty. not eligible to bid. Oh, that's sad. Why? It's a, just a Georgia title. Yeah, that's uh, really weird. Sometimes you can't in diff- different states. They make you have a mm. dealer's license. But this is going up tomorrow, and it's only up five hundred bucks. Somebody will probably pay a couple grand for it. Wow, I would bet. Um, what else you got? This I showed you that you did on the podcast. Okay, but um, very intriguing car, Corb. <laughs> Corbett and Nate both want to buy it. Okay, <laughs> well, been, to, this car's been floating around in a couple of my group chats over the past couple of weeks. To update you all, this is a '95 Ford Mustang GT Coupe. It does have a manual transmission. Just needs a quarter panel. Yeah, it's actually in pretty darn good shape, all things considered, for this manual. type of car. Needs a quarter panel. Probably needs a door too, but whatever. Somebody just like drifted it into something Mustang style. This would actually later. make for a good uh, lemons car as well if you got it for. It'd less just than... be very inefficient. Yeah. Well, that's okay because you're making decent power. True. Yeah. Anything else, Chris, related? Um, You've got a Ducati Panigale. This is a remarkable bike to be at Detroit um, auction. Why? Because let me show you the MSRP. It looks like a motorcycle. That looks like the uh, one that you rode. It looks like the BMW that you rode. It's it's essentially the same. It's it's Ducati's Why version. Why do all bikes just look the same though? Oh, I forgot. This is only coming up on here for you. Oh, okay. Um, this is top tier 
Ducati. Looks like a Ferrari. Like, this is essentially the Ferrari of motorcycles. It's a V4. 215 horsepower V4 in this bike. I mean, it is like... Hyper, hyper bike. Yeah, turned all the way up to 11. And someone has already managed to have it scrap titled in Detroit. Oh, so it's a, it's a parts... 2022 model. Parts bike. The frame must be cracked or something. Yeah, I mean, how do you... First of all, like, I imagine the parts are worth a lot on this bike because it's brand new. But, like, look, it's running and driving. It's got 2,000 miles on it. Yeah, you could turn this into a track bike. I was going to say, you could make it, a, yeah, make it a track bike. Or just ride it illegally on the streets, which is what most people on motorcycles do anyway. True. Yeah, so it's just kind of interesting to me that someone in Detroit bought this brand new, managed to muck it up. They probably bought it on Woodward at that Ducati dealer. They probably did. Yep. They could probably go into that Ducati dealer and be like, who's bought a Panigale V4S this year? And they could tell you off the top of their head, like, who's paid. Because, I mean, it's a $25,000 bike, like, starting price. So that's pretty remarkable been future listed for a you should while have it this is what i would like to have what is that <laughs> it's an articat four-wheeler um i think it'd be fun for us to have a four-wheeler around the garage area for just already up to four hundred dollars moving though? cars yeah there's nothing wrong with it look i have no idea why it's even on here well I mean, it was sold at state farm maybe it could have oh top roof is the damage yeah it doesn't have a roof <laughs> exactly like, like what pictures are so out of focus it's hard know, to how see. do you manage oh look at that buick behind it uh, this is an uh, 2012 Articat four-wheeler, by the way. Like, is this the damage? Oh, it's probably that. No, it's the scrape. Is it a scrape? Yeah, this? Yeah, it's scraped up. totaled for that? I have no Maybe idea. Maybe it went underwater. Go to the cluster. There you go. Something's wrong with that. That's all cracked. But it does say running and driving, which is interesting. I'm going to guess that it went underwater. Okay. And Either way. Yeah. Probably wouldn't be too hard to get that up and running again. No, it's... Thing. Yeah. it would be nice to have a four-wheeler around here yeah uh what nathan got? oh a trailer uh yeah that one's not interesting to you okay nathan actually uh showed me a buick no it's a four-wheeler um that this looks like quite a good deal i wonder if i can find it um could already be sold well if you need a japanese k truck there are about fifteen thousand listings for one a daihatsu mini truck yeah did you see that one that i sent you in in the group chat it was like a it wasn't a truck, but it yes, was. but I was distracted by the Geo Metro that yeah. you sent. Yeah, we should bring that up. Really, um, Honda ATVs. The Ruckus. Take out the. I wonder if listings. that nice gentleman that you sold the Ruckus to is still. Oh, is that oh, your Grom? This might be my Grom. Let's see, because I did sell it to someone in. Um, Nine hundred miles. They wouldn't have a VIN on here, I guess. Yeah, because mine only had like 700 miles on it. Let's see. Exhaust on there. Because they could have just fixed it, you know. Yeah, look, here's some different parts. Wait, why is it colored? This side is blue in this picture, but now it's black. Oh, probably because they replaced it and painted it. That's probably your That's probably your bike. Probably my bike. Yeah. Different levers. Hmm. I bet that's your old bike. Yeah, because this part, maybe they probably had to put like... Yeah. That's funny. Different bar and mirrors. Probably my old bike. Yep, I bet it is. And they're asking $4,000, although it's been listed for a month. Did you sell it to Marty? I may have. I don't know. My dad dropped it off for me. Oh. Um, I can't find this four-wheeler that Nathan uh, showed me, but it was kind of, it seemed like a good deal. It might already be. Here it is. I think this is it. Yes. 600 bucks. 600 bucks. It's in Atlanta? Atlanta, Michigan. It was in Atlanta, Michigan? Mm-hmm. It's up there. Oh, 
1987 Honda TRX 125 runs great. Runs Ooh. great, starts right up every time, and has electric start, four speed with reverse. Plastics are cracked and faded. Yep. Has how do you do that? Like a motorcycle? Yep. Mm-hmm. Cool. So Foot. I wouldn't know how to ride it. It's very easy to learn, Chris. Uh, seat has tears. It definitely shows its age, but is a good machine. Title in hand, 600 or best offer. That seems just like something we would have around here. Exactly. Look, it's even got a little push bar right yeah. here. And it's got huge area right here for storage and stuff. Like, I could open the garage door one day, and that would be here, and I just wouldn't even think anything of it. Yeah. Whereas like, if there was a brand new one here, I'd be like, oh, that's kind of weird. Yes. But so I, with that, I'd be like, oh, Stu probably found that while he was there. <laughs> Picked it up while he was out. Yeah. So uh, I may try to purchase that. Okay. If it's still available. I would, while I we support it. Yeah, go up north. You going up north this weekend? No, unfortunately. Oh. I could take the Tundra. Pick it up in the back of that. Yeah, you could. Mm-hmm. It'd be fun to have around. Oh, and 125cc is pretty decent, especially with the four-speed transmission. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you all so much for tuning in to this slightly chaotic episode of the Daily Motor Podcast. Excuse me. Oh, I forgot to ask you. How was your bubbly bump? Is that what it was called? The drink you had. I have no idea what you're talking about. You had a caffeinated LaCroix earlier. Oh, yes. I meant to bring... Oh, hold on. Let me get it. Our sponsors aren't going to be very happy that you're neglecting their product. <clears throat> Chris is re- <laughs> okay. All right, give us a quick review. This is review. a Bubbly Bounce. Bounce, that's what it was. Um, if you're familiar with the company Bubbly, they're just like a LaCroix competitor. But this one has caffeine in it. So that's sort of like a turbocharged version of a LaCroix. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like LaCroix is like a Lexus IS350 and that's like the M40i, BMW 3, you know, 3. Yeah, I, w- I was M3 thinking more this is like a GR Corolla as opposed to a base Corolla. Oh, that's probably a better way to put it. Yeah. But it's different brands. LaCroix is but, a different But you can have bubbly. a base bubbly though, um. is what I, like you can have a <clears throat> standard bubbly. Okay. So anyways, what? this is mango passion fruit and it tastes like a LaCroix. Oh, look at that. The little thing says, wow. Wow. We've got uh, calories, zero, fat, zero, sodium, zero, carbohydrate, zero, sugar, zero, protein, zero, zero calories per can. Chris, be real is happening. Oh, be real is happening? Mm-hmm. Now that we have a podcast. Well, we have to do it. It's fitting to do Be Real on the podcast because it was on the podcast that we signed up for Be Real. I Yeah, I, I'm actually still being pretty good about this. I've mm-hmm. only missed... I missed a small number of days. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chris is uh, reviewing the Bubbly Bounce. It's just a fun name. Cool. Well, thank you for the review of the Bubbly Bounce. The oh yeah, it's it's GR it's Corolla good. to Lacroix Civic. Alyssa is eating something and also a pickle. Oh, and she's watching cooking classics with Gordon Ramsay. She yeah. like Gordon Ramsay. I love. Gordon I think Ramsey. she does. I yeah. love Gordon Ramsay. She's a Gordon Ramsay Ramsay enthusiast. <laughs> yeah. We will be back next week to tell you about our larger vehicles, and preview what's coming up next. Yeah. Tune in to see if Chris convinces me to buy a BMW M3, which he won't. Oh yeah. See how much that's at. And, and we're gonna live the simple life like Paris and Nicole. Yes, we will do that. Oh, Chris, I've decided if you buy yourself a C Max, it has to be off Copart. <laughs> Why? Because it's just. <laughs> It's just fitting for that type of car. 
Okay. Chris wants to own a C-Max. I do actually. I would really like to have a C-Max. Well, for William Long, if he feels like continuing to tune in here, let's... let's. Uh... I don't want to see how much your M3 is at. It's 5,700, okay. Charlie. Yeah. I that's... really think you should have this. I'll... You buy it for me. Um... I don't make the big bucks like you do. <laughs> let's go. V oh, oh, vehicle finder. Ford. Staying on Copart. Emax. Zip code. Okay, there are four C Maxes. Do you want one that's running and driving? Oh wait, there's only one Do that's I want licensed. one that's running and driving. Yes. So here's your one option, Chris. God, no, that is literally <laughs> destroyed. It runs and drives, pure <laughs> sale. White. The wheel is a bit cockeyed. Oh, is it? No, I didn't notice. You know what this looks like? It looks like my focus that got hit. It's the, hit in the exact same place <laughs> as my white focus that's still sitting in a parking lot smashed. Maybe it too had an older gentleman who mistaked is it energy? A, the pedals. It's an energy. It is an energy. I don't want an energy. How many miles? 140,000 miles. The door is a bit ajar. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. Um, why, is, why is it ajar? Couldn't imagine. Oh, look. Responsible dog owner. Oh, I wouldn't be allergic to that interior. <laughs> uh, the airbag has deployed, so that's unfortunate. I would be upset if I had to own that particular C-Max. I would probably just part it out and scrap it. Speaking of your focus, what's going on with that? I don't know. Do not know. Does it? It's I, just sitting there. I've I've had a couple conversations about it, and I'm just kind of waiting. The ball is no longer in my court. It's waiting for someone else to deal with it. it does it drive? No. Can we? What what would it take to make it a driving car? Some suspension components mm. and transmission work because that's well, what yeah. it was waiting on. Can we just swap a manual transmission? Use it for a lemons car? Yeah, probably. Okay. Do you want to do that? No, because I want a rear wheel drive lemons car. Okay, it'd be a great lemons car. Mm. It's a Focus. It'd yeah. Just run, go forever. It'd be very consistent. Yes, consistently breaking half shafts. Front wheel drive is not good for endurance racing. Couldn't you just put upgraded half shafts on it? From like an ST? Yeah, it's just a lot of work for like Why? that. Could Ax be... Axles? I feel like that isn't that bad. It's the fact that they're having to do the steering and the power, and they're just running hard all the time. It makes but like with... 150 horsepower. I know, but with a rear-wheel drive car, you're balancing out the work. The rears get to do the propulsion, and the fronts get to do the steering. It's a more balanced. In a front-wheel drive car, the rears are just like dead weight. It's just like there, and it's not helping the car at all, so... Mm. Proper to race with a rear-wheel drive car. Daily Motor, top tip. Don't run a front-wheel drive lemons car. Even yeah. though my lemons team ran a front-wheel drive lemons car, and we had no issues with the half shafts. Though we did have an issue with the transmission that exploded. But the half shafts had no problem, and that was in a very heavy Volvo S60. You guys just weren't driving fast enough. We were driving fast. I was only a second off of Sean, and he knows that track very well. Yeah? Did you guys win? Nope. Okay. No, because we got a late start because the there was an issue with the fire suppression system or something. Anyways. Anyways, we'll be back next week. We're Paris and Nicole with Daily Motor. And as always, in line six on. Been a good theme today. No, as always, bubbly bounce on. Bubbly bounce on. Well, it can't be because I haven't gotten to try one yet. Oh, yeah. Would you like to have half of this? No. Mm -hmm.